And it all starts with a feeling, a feeling that there is a calling inside of you. It took me nine months from knowing that I had a different calling and starting this model, there's a different calling for me to express myself, to live a purpose, to contribute into this world and start doing it. I want to contribute or I want to do something that is truly fulfilling. In this podcast, you can understand, understand yourself better, have more respect of where you are, be more patient with yourself because maybe you recognize that you feel like, oh, I don't know what to do with my life or, oh, I'm actually following my heart but somehow I see that it's time for something new. And when you feel different, you can feel alone. In this podcast, you will understand why pain and suffering is needed in order to come back to yourself. But when you live your Dharma, it doesn't always make sense. It doesn't always have the logic from your head, but it has the logic from your heart. When you're truly yourself, you're like a child and you express yourself without judgment, without thinking. And that's what I experienced also in the ceremony. Where you live, what you do, your friends, your relationships, it becomes part of your identity. And then letting go of this is oftentimes what first has to happen in order to be fully living your new self. And the new self is the unknown. Nobody knows what is the best for you. Only you know that because you will feel it. I felt so alone because I was so misunderstood and I felt in a way like I have something greater to do, I have something bigger to do and I am not the author of this book anymore. All situation is not making me happy anymore or people get a depression, a burnout or other things that is painful that you think, okay, this comfort zone is so painful and at the moment it costs me so much energy that I have to step into the unknown. Welcome to the House of Oneness podcast, where we dig deep into the world of plant medicine to help you in your spiritual and personal growth. Our host of this podcast has traveled the world to learn from different shamans, maestros, and other spiritual leaders. She has many years of experience with plant medicine ceremonies. Here is your host, Maria Joanna. Welcome to this podcast. In this podcast, I'm going to talk about finding your soul purpose, living your dharma, living your true nature, and you will learn more about this road and get more understanding on where you are, where you're going, and also respect the process. Before I get into this subject, I want to ask you to subscribe to my channel and also put on the button of notifications so you will never miss a video. And if you like this video, please also push the like button and share this with your friends and family on social media. Okay, so talking about finding your soul purpose. In life, we go through phases, stages, and we get new realization. And where we are in right now, in a collective energy, is that we take the journey on yeah, coming closer to ourselves, living our true nature. And also we start to get a feeling like, I want to contribute or I want to do something that is truly fulfilling. So talking about myself, when I started yeah, trying to make a career, 
I thought like, wow, now it's getting started and now I'm going to make a career. But in my feelings, I felt like, Mm, this is not what brings me true fulfillment. There needs to be more. And maybe you recognize this feeling like, um, is this it? And in this podcast, I'm going to share a model. It's called The Hero's Journey. Maybe you've heard about this before. And this is made by Joseph Campbell. A lot of movies are following this script. Books are following this script. And it's just a cycle that life is giving you. So if you're soul searching, for example, and you feel lost or um, yeah, you can go through all different kind of stages. In this podcast, you can understand, understand yourself better, have more respect of where you are, be more patient with yourself because maybe you recognize that you feel like, oh, I don't know what to do with my life or, oh, I'm actually following my heart. But somehow I see that it's time for something new and that can be scary. I don't know where you are, but in this podcast, I'm going to share my own story. I'm going to share this model. And it's also very helpful to understand your spiritual awakening, because when you are in your spiritual awakening, for me, it means like first you learn in society to live from your head. This is not our nature. So then we go more to our hearts. And a lot of people closed off their hearts because of trauma, because of um, how they grew up, uh, unsafety, um, not feeling home in the world where you grow up or what is what the world is telling you or what you should do, but you feel different. And when you feel different, you can feel alone. But you are not, of course. And feeling alone is very valuable because when you are alone, you go inwards and you start to connect. And some people go through a a depression or burnout or another stressful situation in order to come closer to themselves. And this is part of the process. And in this podcast, you will understand why pain and suffering is needed in order to come back to yourself. You can see it like this. So we are a pure soul, lots of love. And then we come on this earthly experience. We forget who we are. We forget what we came here to do. We forget our purpose. And then we go back to find ourselves. And this is what we are doing. Many people are doing this. And I guess when you're listening, you are on this path of traveling from your head to your heart and actually to your soul and that's where you will find your soul purpose your dharma so i'm here in bali and in bali they speak a lot about dharma living your dharma means is living your true nature and express your soul on earth and you can see it like this in your body everything does exactly what it has to do so everyone is living their dharma so my hands have their own function and they live their dharma and our hearts they pump the blood through our body and that's the function of our heart for example and the lungs make sure that there's enough oxygen in the blood and that you have energy and of course there can be blockages and that's always exactly perfect so they do exactly what they should do and they reflect also you You also have 
a talent, you have passions, you have your nature, you have things that go by itself. And this is what they, that they say, you live your dharma, you let life go through you and things go by itself. That's in the Hindu culture. So you have your dharma and it doesn't mean that if you found your purpose, that it's forever. Same with, for example, in your love life, when you're in love, you can can have the idea like this is forever and I will grow old with this person and suddenly the relationship is changing and there comes an ending and yeah that's just only the only thing you have is the moment and in the moment you can find your purpose but it doesn't mean it's forever because life is always changing and uncertainty is part of this process and we learn when we live from our heads to have control, to have a planning, to think a lot, to analyze a lot, to follow the logic. But when you live your dharma, it doesn't always make sense. It doesn't always have the logic from your head, but it has the logic from your heart. And there's no judgment. In the heart you find peace and you find a rhythm. A rhythm and... This is something that Wayne Dyer always says, like, don't die with the music still in you. It's up to us to start to listen to our hearts and to dance on this rhythm. And I've had a ceremony. I've had a few ceremonies where I experienced this, but there was one in particular that I will never forget. It was, um, it was a ceremony with more than 100 people. And we were dancing... In, no, we were not dancing. We were sitting in this ceremony. And there was music, of course, because the music helps you. There's also a rhythm. And it helps to wake up the medicine. And this is the vibrations. And you travel on these vibrations. And what happened to me is that my body had been danced. So I was not a dancer. My body was been danced. Like, I did not do it myself. And I couldn't stop it. And it was actually disturbing for the rest of the ceremony. They, they kicked me out, but not directly. And it was amazing to experience that my body was being danced. And I was dancing like I've never been dancing before. And the medicine was teaching me, this is life. And yes, I was disturbing for others. And that's a very interesting point also. So when you shine and when you live your true nature, you can be disturbing for others. But the power is there when you still dance on that music that you hear in your heart while the other persons don't hear this music and you don't care or, I mean, of course you care, but you don't let yourself be disturbed by others, by their opinions by what they think about you, what they, how they judge you. And this is also my path. It's like I've had a lot of judgment because I was in a way different than, than most people. And spirituality not always has a good reputation because it's not always rational. It doesn't always have the logic. It's about the feeling. And in the society, we are not always allowed to express our feelings, to show our vulnerability, to yeah, or laugh really much or to cry a lot. You have to be like, yeah, average, but 
actually your, na your nature is not average. When you're truly yourself, you're like a child and you express yourself without judgment, without thinking. And that's what I experienced also in the ceremony. So my body was danced and that was also the medicine telling me, dance your dance, live your dharma, no matter what other people think. And now I like to start with this model that helped me a lot in my spiritual awakening of understanding myself. Because when you want to follow your heart, it's not always easy because you go from one world to another world. And especially when you want to do something like that's fulfilling your soul, fulfilling your heart. And first you are, for example, in a career and your career becomes part of your identity. But it can also be that you're an entrepreneur or that you're already following your heart. But yeah, where you live, what you do, your friends, your relationships, it becomes part of your identity. And then letting go of this is oftentimes what first has to happen in order to be fully living your new self. And the new self is the unknown. It's uncertainty. You jump into a new phase, a new path, and you don't see the path, you only feel it. But you can only see the first step. I'm talking about this in another podcast where I'm talking about an ayahuasca journey where I was driving in the darkness and I did not know the road. I could only see the light of my car and it taught me like, you only see always the first step because you are driving forward. So you only see the first step and when you go move forward, the second step and the third step comes into existence, but we don't see it yet. And, and then a very important thing that helped me to live my purpose or to start to follow my heart is when someone told me the only consistency in life is uncertainty. That is always there, uncertainty. But the beautiful thing about uncertainty is that uncertainty is the fruitful grounding for possibility. So when everything is uncertain, everything is possible. And I've jumped into the unknown several times. And with your head, you think it's scary. But when you do that, it feels so good. Because actually to surrender that is your nature, only we learn that we want to know and that we want to control and that we have to have a plan. To me, it's not really the nature. And yeah, I know everyone is different. So some people need it or they need it in a certain phase in their lives. I also used to be more like that. But the more you go to your heart, the more trust you will gain and to, yeah, the more you can live your authentic self to express your soul. And then, yeah, you become more and more of who you are. But I have this model on my laptop that really helped me in the beginning when I was starting my website, uh, mariajoana.com. And I started with talking about plant medicine, talking about my first ayahuasca experience, because that helped me so much. And after that, I came to this model and it's called The Hero, Hero's Journey from Joseph Campbell. And it all starts with a feeling, a feeling that there is a calling inside of you. Maybe you recognize this uh, or you have had this also in the past. 
And um, to me, when I drank the ayahuasca, I already followed up my heart. I already felt a calling, but this was a deeper calling. So when I published my book, Quarter Life Crisis, uh, Quarter Life Challenge, that was following my heart. But this was the phase where I started to live from my soul. And that's another level. And that goes like this. So I use this model to put this on the spiritual awakening, what is happening there. So when you have the spiritual awakening, you feel a calling. But then with your rational minds like, uh-uh, no, because I have to make money. No, what will other people think of me? No, because actually everything is already good the way it is. Look at me, I have everything already. Actually, no. And then the second step is that you say no to the calling. You re refuse, refuse the calling. Uh, so step one is you feel the calling. Step two is re refusing the calling. And then you go on, but the calling is still there. So something is knocking on the door of your heart. And then you start to see coincidences, uh, sig um, yeah, I don't know how to pronounce this word, but synchronicities, that you think this cannot be um, a coincidence. And you start to receive signs from the universe, like, yes, your calling is there, please go on this journey. But you have no clue what this calling is, and you because it's so new and you're still in the comfort zone in the world that you already know and this is just preparing you and inviting you to go into the unknown world so it's your intuition that's gently inviting you like hey listen to your heart and gently giving you signs and you feel like oh yes i know there's a deeper calling in me but it's so scary because you don't know and then there comes a point that or you have so much pain of like the old situation is not making me happy anymore or people get a depression, a burnout or other things that is painful that you think, okay, this comfort zone is so painful and at the moment it costs me so much energy that I have to step into the unknown. And there you go over the border and this is because most times you see other people who are already there or you got a helper, but then you step into the unknown. And there it's like, as if you are tested, there are different phases there. You feel like, yeah, afraid. And you see also that a lot of people, for example, they have a divorce, they break up, they have to find a new house. And I will share a little bit of my, about my story so you get more understanding how it went for me. My, my hero's journey, uh, I've had several because, yeah, it's always a cycle and it's repeating. But now I'm going to talk about the beginning that I started MariaJoana.com. I had a calling uh, that was quite easy, like for the ayahuasca to answer it. I heard about it. I did no research. I stepped into the ceremony and there was that I stepped into the unknown world. But that was just in the other dimension and on earth you have to do it. 
So I felt also after the ayahuasca that there was another calling for me. I was the author of this book. I was in a way, yeah, successful, definitely. I was changing people's lives. Uh, I wrote this book. I was speaking on stage. I was having my seminars. I was having my own coaching model. And it was all working out well. But I knew after I got out of this ayahuasca experience, and there were several, that a huge change had to be there also for my path. And my outer world did not understand me. And I understand that they thought, oh, she's crazy. Um, but if you've done plant medicine ceremonies, you will understand me. It's, it's, you cannot put it into words. It's almost like a near-death experience. You hear people like who've been through the other realm with a near-death experience and it changes them in a way that they cannot explain with to people who never experienced this. The same as nobody knows what is the best for you. Only you know that because you will feel it. And feeling is the language of the soul and feeling is your true nature. And it will also bring you the true fulfillment because life is all about feeling. It's not about the thinking, it's about the feeling. Um, like you feel you want something, you do it and what you, receive in return is a feeling and yeah we are human beings it's about the being who are you in a situation not what you think in a situation that doesn't really matter and also how do you feel when you spend time with a certain pe person or how do you make others feel that's what you will remember how does your partner make you feel how does your friend makes you feel that's what you will remember this what we also uh, save in our bodies, the emotions, the feelings. But yeah, then when I checked into my inner world, I was in a process and I knew I had to go through a process in order to change. And it was as if I was from being like, I was a caterpillar and I had to become the butterfly and the struggling is necessary in order to have wings that are strong enough to fly. But I did not know about those phases and I was struggling. I didn't know that it was part of the process. And actually now talking, I feel like it's better if I make also an ebook about this and that you can download this so you can have it visually and you can get more understanding to see the model. So I will do that. I will make an ebook so you can download this and you can read this and you have a vision of this model. But also I like to talk further about this. Because I was living from the old world to the new world, I was already actually quite used that people didn't understand my way of thinking, but I was fine with it until then because this was such a deep layer and it made me so vulnerable and I needed help and this is also what happens when you're stepping into the unknown world. People who you don't know, strangers, it can be a spontaneous meetup somewhere, random meetup, or you can also have a coach. I had a mentor back then and I remember this, remember this very clearly. I felt so alone because I was so misunderstood and I felt in a way like I have something greater to do, I have something bigger to do and I am not the author of this book anymore. I wanted to be an author maybe, but I felt no. So there was an identity crisis and that's beautiful. This is quite well known 
if you go to the new phase because you have to let go. And to me, in the end, I had to let go of my house, yeah, my old career, my city, um, my name. I changed my names to my original birth names, uh, Maria Joana. And the name that I published my book on is Marietta, Marietta Schouten in Dutch. And um, yeah, um, there was also something going on in my love life. And yeah, I could feel that I was identifying myself the most actually with my name. And I was struggling because I heard my inner voice saying, change your name. And I knew that by changing your name, changing my name, that this was as if I was coming out of the closet. And that's very scary to show who you really are, to show your vulnerability. And why is this scary? This comes back to childhood. When you're a child, you express yourself freely. But grown-ups are saying, no, be quiet. No, don't be so much like they want to like calm you down and yeah, make you smaller in a way. So we all have this trauma as a child, like not fully expressing yourself or even being punished when you are truly yourself. And this comes back when you come out of this closet and sh show your real self, like you don't fully dare to do it. Of course, in the end I did it, but then you need to be like the caterpillar in this cocoon, struggling, struggling until your wings are strong enough to open the cocoon and start flying. And that's for me took, yeah, it took really several months. So maybe when you've done your plant medicine ceremony and you wonder like, like how long does it take to implement this? To me, this process was exactly like a pregnancy. It cost me nine months from the moment, from my first ceremony to the moment I finally showed myself like I did, I've been on a spiritual journey. It taught me so much. And now uh, I like to ask you to call me Maria because this is my real name. And then of course, like, if you're afraid of judgment, of course, you, that's what you will get. If you're afraid, most times you attract that. And it has been my own judgment because I thought, oh, Maria is such a holy name. And sometimes I say like, yeah, it is as if I went from Marietta in the little black dress to the holy Maria in the white long dress. But of course, I mean, I am the same but I am different. And in this model, when you step in this unknown, I learned, and that was very important for me to understand. So you step into the unknown, you have helpers, but you have a lot of challenges. And when you have these challenges, you feel like, oh, shall I go back home to my comfort zone? But that not, that's not possible anymore because you're not the old person anymore. You already changed. And this is when you, Think about the movie, The Matrix. Do you take the red or the blue pill? And they say the blue pill is when you wake up in the morning tomorrow and everything is still the same and you are who you are and you remember what you remember and you just, yeah, sleepwalking. But when you take this red pill and you wake up that there's more in you and you 
see who you are and you start to get a knowing of who you are, you cannot go back anymore because you already said yes by going into this unknown world. But by feeling the calling, that's actually already inevitable to, yeah, to fight it. You cannot fight life and your destiny is there inside of you. And when you open the shell and you pull off the layers, there's no other way than living your true nature. If you resist, and that's what many people do, that's a hard time. And this is, that's why I love plant medicine so much. There you teach in a way like resisting is actually the worst thing you can do. So you cannot deny your destiny. You cannot deny your true feelings. You cannot live a lie when you open your heart. So in the model is you get challenges. It's a bumpy road up and down. You start to feel like, oh, let's go back home, but it's no way. And then you come to the most difficult part of this process. And that's death. And nobody likes to die to go to heaven. Like the moment you're dying, it's so real. It's so painful. It can bring so much suffering. But this is again when you resist. When you resist, yes, it's so hard. But when you go with it and you say, let me die. And I experienced this, I experienced this in ceremony for me. The dying was no fight at all, but I've been guiding a lot of people in ceremony who said the guiding was such a strong fight. That's actually the ego because the only thing that can die is the ego. Who you truly are cannot die. But in this process, you're still with your ego. And I mean, afterwards, there's still the ego. That's the human game, but it's different. It's transforming. So when you have to say goodbye and when you have to change your life, maybe you have to break up your relationship to get a divorce, to change your job, to change your career, to say goodbye to successful things that you build up, to say goodbye to your company, or maybe you even get bankrupt because if you don't listen to your inner calling, then life will help you to break things down. That's not a good, not a nice place to be. But what you don't realize when you're dying is what comes after. And what comes after death is a rebirth. So in my case, I was struggling with the name Maria and it was very symbolically because Marietta was connected to a lot of things and I already had to let go of things step by step, step by step. And then changing my name, I also knew that I would also lose people because they will not understand me. I, I speak a different language and it's also true, but not realizing that by losing, losing people, it's like, as if you have a garden and you take out the garbage, you take out the plants that don't grow anymore or who are dying or who don't serve you anymore, then there's place for something new. So when you're dying, when you're suffering, realize after this phase, there comes the rebirth. And in this model, after the death, then there is, you receive the trophy. And that's so wonderful. So maybe you've been uh, fighting to die and fighting to, to let go. And it was so hard. And actually also for me, 
some things I was surprised about that was not hard and other things, yeah, like my name, it was hard. And I remember <laughs> exactly how it went. So I felt it so strongly, but I didn't dare to listen. And maybe you also recognize this. You feel it so strongly, but your mind's like, are you crazy? Um, then I rang the bell of my ex-boyfriend and then I said, oh, I was like complaining, like, I know what I have to do, but I'm so afraid I have to change my name to Maria. And I already asked some people to call me Maria to get used to it. And he said, do it. And I just still remember the way he said it, do it. And I was like, of course. I said, okay, can you get your laptop? Because I'm going to put this on my Facebook. I'm going to change my name there. I'm going to write my, my story. And I used a picture from myself where I'm on the beach and I'm like, like this of like freeing myself. And I wrote that I've been on a spiritual journey. It changed me so much. I discovered things that I could never imagine for a possibility. And it also made me realize who I really am. And came from this moment on, I also realized that I have to use my real original names. So I like to ask you to call me Maria from this time. Actually, Maria Joanna. To later found out that Maria Joanna is like marijuana. Um, but yeah, um, the moment I did that, I felt so good inside. So again, life is about feeling. And when you feel that life is guiding you because your feelings are guiding you, that you have to make a certain decision. When you, do, you deny, you suffer and you feel the frustration like I had. And when you listen, even you think it's stupid, it's crazy, it doesn't make sense. But if you listen, then there comes the transformation and there you receive the treasure. That's a transformation. But then you're not ready because you only transformed and you received this and you are totally fine with yourself. You accept yourself, you love yourself more, you're happy with yourself. But then this new person is now ready to go back to the comfort zone. And again, you have to go through over like a border. And I will show you this in this ebook because I think it's important that you see this. You go again over this border as the hero now you are really truly the hero who has been through all these different phases and struggles and all this struggling and yeah hesitation also part of the process but hesitation helps you to feel even deeper and also when people don't support you it also helps you to dig deeper is this really truly what i feel and i've had a lot of these response because when I started to speak about ayahuasca in 2014 people really thought I was insane when I posted this on my Facebook some people never spoke with me again it helped me that I got another calling to go to Bali where I could make a fresh new start as a hero fully in my power and when I introduced myself as Maria Joanna people were like a blonde Maria Joanna, really? Where are you from? And it was just so nice for me to experience this new start. And 
then when you fully feel like this is it, you come out of the closet, you show your authentic self, and yes, you will have judgment, yes, maybe you will lose people, but you feel that this is the right thing to do. And then when you are this hero, you become a teacher. And now you can become a teacher for others and share your story, share your journey in order to help others. And this is how the spiritual awakening goes. So I went through this process and now I can reach my hand out to you and say, hey, it's worth it. And I know you have to go through all these phases because I walked this path myself. And in order to be ready to express your purpose, to live your soul purpose, you have to go through all these phases. You cannot become the teacher when you're still dying. And that was also what's happening to me. When I was in this process, I was doing nothing. And my family thought, oh my God, you have to make money. You cannot do this. And then I also remember that my sister had to sit down with me because my father told her, help your sister, help your sister. So she said, like, Mariette, Marietta, you have enough qualities. Go find a job. I thought, no, I don't want to find a job. And I felt in a way sorry because I, I wanted to please the normal world to be normal. But I felt I am not that person. I cannot be normal. I have to walk an authentic path that I cannot see yet. But somewhere deep inside, I feel that this is all necessary. But I couldn't explain it to people who are not walking this path. And... In the end, when you step into your personal power, when you feel this is it, and you start living this dharma, your true nature, you see that this path is way more relaxing because it comes from the source of your heart. And I mean, of course you still have challenges and not everything goes by, yeah, it goes by itself, yeah. But you can go back to your mind and that's the stress, that's the hesitation, that's the duality. It's all the time about coming back to your heart, coming back to your heart, but the ego is still there. That is, yeah, shaking you. But then coming back to my heart and also in this process, I knew this was all needed and I knew I'm on the right path. And I haven't, yeah, as I said, it took me nine months from knowing that I had a different calling and starting this model, there's a different calling for me to express myself, to live a purpose, to contribute into this world and start doing it. And yeah, when you realize these faces, then you can also have more respect for yourself. And I would say in the hero's journey, you prove yourself that you can trust on your heart because society is yeah, removing us from our heart and putting us more in our head. And now in your spiritual awakening, you come to your heart in connection with your soul, with source, and you start to remember because it's all about remembering because you know everything already. And that's why I told you like, nobody else can give you advice, only you know, so you have to feel it for yourself. And other people can help and can give you a mirror and can reflect on you. And even when it is judgmental that what they do, it's also helpful to 
again, check in with yourself. This is what I say all the time. I need to check in. I need to tune in. That's how I know my answers. Center yourself. And yeah, to me, plant medicine is the greatest tool to say bye-bye to everything and say hello to all that's going on in my inner world and say hello to myself, say hello to my spirit, check in with my soul and remember. And then when you remember, then it's your job to implement this in your earthly life step by step with patience. You cannot speed it up. And it's also important to enjoy. So remember the dance, remember the dancing. So when you're searching for your dharma, when you're searching for your soul purpose, it's not a, yeah. Realize that you cannot really have a whole planning for the future. It goes by feelings. So time doesn't exist in the other dimensions. So it's not that you can plan in the earthly timeline, but trust that everything happens on the right moment. Trust that everything you feel and experience it happens for a reason it's there to serve you to help you in order to then come to the point that you walk this path you are this journey and you can serve others by sharing your own path sharing your own story and using your own lessons because the universe is the true true university in life and the universe is guiding you to live your beautiful self, to become who you really are. That's the most beautiful thing you can do, you can be, to become yourself and to start living your soul purpose. So enjoy your journey. And I hope that this model helps you to understand and respect your journey. That everything in the outer world is a reflection of our inner world. And we all have this inner voice, this critical inner voice that is judging ourselves. I realized in this experience so much that what I thought about him was actually about me. I like to take you also in a journey where I was judging myself. So I was sitting by myself on this table in a restaurant in Amsterdam and two guys were sitting next to me and I thought, one of them was so attractive. I thought, wow, and we had such a wonderful night and it was so late. And the next morning I was flying to a retreat in France. And then one of the girls said, I'm jealous at you. I'm not sure if I fit into this group. And this judgment of ourselves is holding us back and it's closing doors for maybe something really beautiful. I was judging myself, judging myself, but I also at the same time enjoyed the experience. I thought, hmm. <laughs> I think this is not really good. And I realized everything is a choice. And if I don't feel good here, I can choose to go home. And then someone came knocking on my door and it was that guy, it was her ex-lover. And I thought, oh shit. What I found out is that he was also a plant medicine guy. And we had the greatest conversations. How do I come from this villa in the middle of nowhere to Toulouse? Said, hey, I actually didn't book anywhere to say. I don't even know where we are, we are going. When is the last time that you walked hand in hand, in hand with a man? Hey, scriptwriter, I like this guy. Give me more of this. It was a message from the airplane company and it said, your flight has been canceled. Don't judge a book on its cover because when you start to read the book, you can be so surprised what is in there. Thanks for listening. 
Check out our website, houseofoneness.com, for more information about plant medicine, microdosing, and ceremonies. Or find Maria Joanna at Instagram. Check back weekly for new episodes. Until next time, keep following that inner voice.